Hello everybody, it's me, Sam, editing from the future, and my goodness, do I have a doozy for you. Um, I forgot when I switched over to my recording to switch over to my good microphone, so I sound really grainy and there's a little bit of background noise this episode, so I'm really sorry for that, but again, I don't want to have to go back and re-record over an hour's worth of podcasts, so unfortunately you're just going to have to deal with it. So, sorry for that, please enjoy us rambling about Pokemon the first movie, and Misty being a member of the Yakuza. Thanks! Hello, Eves, new and old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Universe, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our novice, Will. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. Um, we are still experimenting with the the roots, the setup of the podcast, uh, the the procedure yeah. the the overview i don't know what to say um the bullet so, points the the step by step the structure of the podcast there we go that's the word i was looking for um and we are going to talk about pokemon in a little bit but first uh, i'm going to bring a topic of my um interests recently to the table and uh, me and sam are going to pluck apart pluck apart pick apart that um and that is rpgs and uh role-playing games in general so uh let us know what you think of this new structure let us know what you think of rpgs and uh yeah hit us up sam i've got a a topic of conversation that i want to bring to your attention um that i think will ruffle a few feathers um oh yeah yeah controversial is it well i'll let you be the judge of that i think rpgs are a very unentertaining form of gameplay what do you mean like the most powerful weapon in the game usually you can one shot a boss in one shot if you're using an rpg rocket propelled grenade right that is obviously what i'm talking about yeah let's today is (laughs) a review of all of the different military um artillery fire that you can get in 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 the (laughs) real world on the black market um no obviously not role-playing games we're talking about role-playing games games. yeah um i find that very interesting that you in particular have mentioned this why me in particular because you've just been playing in a role-playing game for the past few weeks have you not yes i have and uh that is the exception to the rule because that is the best game of all, of all time to the rule yeah um, fantastic good so okay so what is it about jrp not jrp <laughs> freudian slip ooh, that's a topic for another time yeah um what is it about rpgs that you find so aggressive or aggressive egregious egregious is the word that i'm desperately looking yeah for. no um so it's so look, obviously it's a bit tongue in cheek. I'm not saying that all RPGs are bad, but I just find the concept of of RPGs a little bit unusual. Like I've tried, I don't have a big experience with RPGs. Like I know there's some huge ones recently, things like Elden Ring and stuff like that that I haven't played, oh, but I've watched. So but good. I've watched people play them, and I've watched because because I've got nothing better to do with my time. Um, <laughs> like and. And I recently started playing God of War. Is that would we class that as an RPG? That's an RPG, isn't it? Um, That'd be a Western RPG, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I guess, well, does it does it count as an RPG? It's got RPG elements in it. Okay, but so this is more this is, of an this is good adventure game, right? So this mm. is this is good. What is what do you 
categorized as RPG because I've looked up the the top RPGs just so I can get a feel for the types of games that are on there. And God of yeah. War is in that. Interesting. But in the most recent award season, God of War often was put across as the best uh, adventure game or the best action game because there's a lot of in-the-moment stuff happening. Though RPGs can also involve more real-time combat, I guess what makes an RPG an RPG is the idea of travelling through a world, defeating enemies, collecting new gear, yet playing the role of this character, um, collecting new armour, new weapons, new guns, and there's a stat element to it, I think. At its core, I would say that an RPG uses equipment and levelling up in order to improve your character so that you can play the game better. Whereas if it's an action game, like something like Devil May Cry, you don't really equip anything, you just focus on the fighting. It's not about the story, it's not about the world, it's not about the grinding, it's just about... Okay, so you mentioned something there that I think is important, and that's that it's not about the story in that. So you're telling me in RPG the story is important? I would say oftentimes, yes, it's the main motivator. Like, you have certain quest marks that you travel through in order to get... But this is what I find really um, hard to get my head around, because, like, if I... I don't know... Hogwarts Legacy is the perfect example. I bought into Hogwarts Legacy because I'm a, a fan of the Potter world and the Potter universe. And I really loved the story. I really loved the narrative and thought it was a, a great sort of thing to sort of experience as you go along. And I guess I'm sort of just being a bit naive, I think, when it comes to other games. But like I, when I've watched playthroughs of other games where I don't, where they don't really have the set, they're, they're just one-off stories i haven't really rated them there's a lot of just like battling generic monsters there's a lot of just we're going to defeat the dark lord we're going to do this and it's all like people rave about like oh it's just an amazing game to play but i'm sat there thinking well what's the story here like is there any narrative and if i wanted a good narrative do i not Mm. just watch a movie or watch a series that does it in short form where it's actually paced well and i don't have to wait 10 years to battle through a level that's so you're you're wanting games then that are if it's got a narrative and the narrative is the focus then that needs to be at the forefront and it's maybe a shorter experience but it's more streamlined whereas the idea with i suppose i just know because that takes away from me the fact that it's a game i don't want to if if, if it's if it's short like if it's a game i need to be able to play through it like i don't want to just watch mm. something happen on screen and then I have to do some stuff every now and then just so I can get through to the narrative. If the narrative's that good, I want to watch it. So put it in a movie. If the if the narrative isn't important, then let me play some kick-ass game, games. <laughs> I'm so just like, what is this take? Like, oh, I don't want us to have to sit and watch cutscenes. I just want to like do some cool gameplay. But I don't care what the story is. I'm, if, I want to, if I want to watch a story, I'm gonna. I w- I'll watch a movie instead. What do you want? <laughs> I, like, you, if you want good gameplay, you've got to have like. There's gonna be a story you're 
like if it's an action game, if you're like a sword wielding wizard or a gun toting space marine, like there's going to be a story that you're going to have to get to eventually through these corridors of enemies you have to fight through, and that might feel really good. But that's just how games are. Okay, so let me let me versus... let me let me talk you through how I sort of came to this. Like obviously, I haven't come to a conclusion because I don't really know what I'm talking about. But the reason this came up was because Clearly. because I was playing God of War and. I, wa- right. I didn't really enjoy it, to be honest. And I, I didn't really find it entertaining because I wanted to enjoy it. I went in sort of, re- but it's so constrictive in what you can do. Like you just have to go down the path that they sort of take you down. There's no way to sort of divert from the narrative effectively. You just... Yeah, because it's it's a, it's more of an action game than a role-playing game. Yeah. I would say, okay. personally. So because maybe this is the problem. The maybe I don't like is- action games. Mm. Maybe maybe I'm yeah. more inclined to or adventure games. Adventure games. Yeah. Have you played the Uncharted series? No, I've seen seen a lot of the gameplay, and that that has intrigued me. To be fair, it's more so I think open world. You, right? What you seem to have a case of will actually is it? Huh? Is it more open world? I get I get Uncharted mixed no, mixed up with Fallout. There are some bits in Uncharted in uh, Uncharted. One of the spin-offs, there was an open-world-ish segment. Like with The Last of Us 2, there's an open-world-ish segment. And I think the problem for you, Will, is you've had a bite of the fruit known as open-world gameplay, yeah. which is very involved, there's, it's very dense, there's lots of stuff to find and to do in a good open-world game. Mm. And now that you're going back to playing games that are more linear, and yeah. it's, I don't think linear is a, is a dirty word to use with these games, because linear games can be good okay. when the gameplay feels really good and when the story is really good. That's your God of Wars, that's your Uncharted. Right. And your Devil May Cries and things like that. You are put on a set path, you play the same levels, but you can approach the level in a kind of a way that you prefer. You want to use the axe, you want to use the chains, you want to use the shield, you pick your method, you play through as the developer intended. And that style of gameplay can be highly, highly curated so that the player is having as much of the director's vision presented to them at that time. Yeah. So you walk into a room full of bad guys, the game director knows you can approach it in the way that he wants, but then when you beat them and get to the puzzle, it's like there is a solution. You can't kind of weasel around it. Yeah. Open world games, ever since Breath of the Wild came out, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, have been chasing this high of massive amounts of discovery, massive amounts of freedom, and the story has then evaporated. So there's lots of vapid tasks to do where there isn't as much content or mm. there's not as much um, side yeah. quests that have narrative purpose that actually feed into the great good. God of War, you do side quests that feeds into yeah. the main story. Yeah. But with these other games, these big open world games, it's hard to write a coherent story yeah. for a game if your player can go anywhere they like. Mm. So this is why Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild are so popular, because the story is segmented and it's up to the player to glean meaning from it and make connections. Whereas games like um, Horizon Zero Dawn, it's this big open world, you can go anywhere, but you're story locked of having to wait until a certain marker comes up and go and do that particular quest. So I think the way you're describing it is now that you've watched and played Hogwarts Legacy... Yeah where a lot of the side stories is, are quite good independently. Which is There's number three in the most played action RPG games ever. It's massive. It's, it's been a massive success. There's been over 12 million copies sold. So, you know, it is a game that people are wanting 
to play. And now that it's done gangbusters with its numbers mm. and it's continuing to sell well, I think we'll probably see a lot more games of its ilk, a lot more of these open world games with lots to do. But the story is gated behind main story quests. Yeah. 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 yeah okay. Wow. I think <clears throat> that, you yeah, do that like definitely... RPGs, but <laughs> you like open world RPGs. Yeah. Okay. But that seems a shame. I don't want to, I don't want to, the thing is, I don't want to close off to like all of these other <clears throat> great productions and stuff. Like I don't, mm. but yeah, I think, I think that is definitely what I liked about Hogwarts Legacy was that it, but I, I genuinely enjoyed the story, but just that, that it was so well thought out. And you, like you say, you can do lots of other things and there are other tasks that link to the main story. There are lots of things that you can do and you can sort of mm. go down different paths and learn things at different paces you don't have to unlock you don't have to have done certain stories but it can help to do certain stories first so there's a bit of option and choice mm. and negotiation also yeah that is another thing like you have to kind of for these big open world rpgs if you're not invested in the world and like seeing or familiar with the property mm. then it is very difficult to get committed to it so with harry potter i guess there's lots of references to books and to history pieces and spells and stuff so when you see that as a fan you're like oh that's pretty cool i like that in zelda it was the same thing it was references to past games and to past um so like in final fantasy 7 yes that's the one that that was the one that they remade that i played for a bit right yes that's final fantasy 7 remake yeah um i quite enjoyed that like experiencing that at the beginning but i quickly lost motivation when i got stuck and once was like invested in the narrative and then sort of mm. got frustrated and hit a blockade and it was sort of i just haven't picked it up again because i just sort of i was thinking well if i want to know mm. the narrative i can just go watch it I'm, I'm i'm stuck at this part of the gameplay and it's a bit repetitive with the action and the sort of i don't know the fight sequencing the, the fights yeah especially if you find like, uh, like a certain rhythm to it where you defeat the enemies and it's consistently working that way. Yeah. I think in those cases, if you're stuck on something, especially with RPGs in general, and you're, you've enjoyed it up to that point, I don't think there's any harm in looking up a guide to just see what you Yeah, I know. Do. I just hate doing it. <laughs> yeah. I, so that's, that's a you problem. I, I know that I, is. I, yeah. I am very much in the gate. As I've gotten older, I was exactly the same up until I think maybe uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, maybe. Right, when, yeah. I first was like, okay, what I want to do is I love the way this game plays, but I cannot for the bloody life of me figure out how to solve whatever puzzle it was. Yeah. And so I looked at a guide, solved the puzzle, off I go. No, I can now continue to enjoy this game that I've enjoyed to that point. Yeah, and I mean, that's fair. That that's just a chip on my shoulder that, I, that I need to get rid of. Um, yeah. Mm. Okay, you've humbled me a lot today. Um, can you leave me with a, a an RPG to try that... I don't know, we'll either test the waters in a different... This is something we can come back to maybe next week um, or next time. Yeah. We can ask... When you say RPG, you mean like a Western-developed RPG. Not like a Japanese role-playing game like where it's turn-based Honestly, combat like Pokemon. You want like a... Yeah. Yeah, I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. In which case, strong suggestions are Bloodborne... Right, PS4. Yeah. 
Isn't that the prequel to Elden? Isn't that Elden Ring? Isn't that the similar? It's the same developers. It's not yeah. technically a Western developer. Oh, I'm I'm nervous about that but because I've I've seen some of that stuff. gameplay as well, and it looks so grey and dark. I'm just like, I've seen it. It's a great aesthetic, and that's that's just one part of it. Okay. Um, Skyrim. If you've never played Skyrim, it's available on every console forever. Okay. And um, The Witcher Three. I would yeah, say. I saw that come up. That's done big things, hasn't it? It's got a HD uh, 4K patch coming out soon for the uh, PS5, so now's the perfect time to get in. Awesome. Okay. Um, all right, well, uh, should we move on? What an enlightening conversation about RPGs, but I still think that your take is absolutely uh, garbage, Will. That's absolutely so, fine, yeah. Today, Will... Yes. We're going to talk about Pokemon, the first movie. Okay, good. Yeah, I've got my Pokemon gear on. I haven't got like a proper Ash Ketchum setup yet. Um, I'm, I'm working on it. I wish I had an Ash Ketchum hat. That is like my holy grail item. Like I want to snap back with that design. So I went into a yeah, shop yesterday, green. and they had the they had the hat, and I was very. I knew we were going to talk about this, and I was very tempted to buy it. Um, but it was seventeen you quid. Had a chance. It was seventeen quid. <laughs> That's a steal for that. Like they're that mass marketed pieces of junk. Like if you went to the Pokemon Center to buy that, that would probably set you back forty pounds. Really? Absolutely. Like yeah, po- I, I dude, could, you I, have dude, no you could Amazon this for like merchandises. I know, but this is one of those like um, I don't even know what to call them. They're just stores with like loads of like. Um, Loads of merch from all different... So they've got like loads of mainstream stuff like Star Wars and Harry Potter merch. And then they've got like this whole anime like a section. Hot Topic or something. I don't know. Oh, Forbidden Planet, maybe? Oh, it's... No, it's not It's not a chain, I don't think. I think it's independent. Um, oh. It just gets loads of stuff. Oh. Like loads of t-shirts, loads, cool, of the, loads of the boxes. A bit like um, like a really knick-knacky HMV, but like a bit more nerdy. Um, oh. You know, like just the uh, mystery it. boxes you get as well. They have some of that. So... What, oh yeah, yeah. What I also also saw in there, and I took a picture of it because I was like, "Why is this this expensive?" They had a copy of. Oh my god, there's so many things that I did yesterday. But they had a copy of. Oh, sh- there we go. The Demon Headmaster for eighteen quid. The BBC series that was on about BBC fifteen series, the Demon twenty years ago. For- for eighteen for quid. seventeen pounds and ninety nine pence. How ridiculous is that? Honestly, who's probably paying? a bargain. Probably a <laughs> top quality Phys- production. Physical there. media will. Did you watch it when when they t- when they erase the Demon Headmaster from all streaming yeah. services worldwide? You will be the proud and only owner of the Demon Headmaster, and then you can inflate the price massively, take it to auction. There was also you'll be rich. I, I would be rich. Look, we're moving on from that because I also went into the to the. Um, to, to this um, craft festival and they had these life-size R2-D2 drones that were remote control and Whoa. someone was controlling it with an with a Xbox controller and just driving it around. And I was oh, like, that is so sick. Yeah, it was pretty How cool. much? you got to tell me. I have no idea. I don't think they were selling them. It was part, it was a, um, an, a, um, a robotics wow. company. I guess they must have been selling them. I guess that's how they make money. But they, they had loads of like 3D printed stuff on tables, like helmets and stuff from um, Star Wars and other other things. Um, I didn't. I, I, I was too. I was too. Um, I was too shy to sort of go up and chat with them. But uh, it looked pretty cool. 
pretty impressive. Ah, um, RTD2 did look very, very good. Anyway. Tangent aside. Pokemon. <laughs> of course. Pokemon. You love Pokemon. I love Pokemon. I think most people on the planet love Pokemon. It is the most high-selling, high-grossing media <laughs> really? franchise of all time. I'm really just hoping that the, someone sat there like, said, I hate Pokemon. I hate it. I, I hate Pokemon. I mean, I always like Digimon better. Yeah. Get out of here with your generic sweeping statements. But today we're looking at what I think is, for me, as a, as a kid who grew up around this time in the early 2000s, mm. one of the most culturally significant moments of this franchise. And that is, of course, the dubbing and the releasing of the first Pokemon movie mm-hmm. <clears throat> in cinemas yeah. and just and worldwide for the first time. Like, this was a big, big deal. It was like, huge, this was, yeah. This is, and I think it still remains, if I'm correct, one of the highest grossing anime movies of all time full stop it's like at the top of the list behind like some really heavy studio ghibli style hitters because i don't know if you remember will but the 90s was pokemon fever it, yeah i oh i remember i remember actually i don't remember i was still quite young in the 90s um but um i mean we, we've had this conversation before off air and stuff like we grew up playing well I say playing the card game, collecting the cards at a bare minimum. I don't think I really knew how to play. Um, just used to be like, mine's better than yours because it's got a bigger number at the top. <laughs> My number's bigger than yours, therefore I win. Yeah. I think, uh, I've just Googled it. I think it's 10th now. Um, the first Pokemon. 10th, wow. Behind number so one, the time, Demon Slayer. Number one? Yeah. To be fair, Demon Slayer, as one of the only movies to actually release during the pandemic in Japan... And everybody just going, oh, absolutely, I need to go see this. The, the, I would liken the Demon Slayer hype around Mugen Train to be the, about equivalent to the Pokemon hype that was happening around the time this movie wow, came Wow, that's because, huge. Because, good lord, it is, I think, one of Japan's best performing movies ever. Do you want to go through the top? If not the best. See if you can quickly get the top ten. You've got ten, okay, and you've got um, one. I've got ten, I've got one. Uh, Weathering with you. Yes, correct. Eight. Uh, your your name? Yeah, three. Um, How's Moving Castle? Yep, yeah, five. Spirited Away? Yeah, two. That's good. How many have I got? How many have I got? I think you've got... You've got one, two... You've got one, two, three, five. You've got eight and ten. You've got six. So you need four more. Four more. Okay. Uh... Some of these... I, I mean, I've heard of... Most of these is one I haven't. Uh, Ponyo. Yep. Um, uh, Might surprise you. I have seen. I have seen two of these in terms of Mononoke. No. Not Princess Mononoke. Damn. Not according to this list. All right. Uh, I've got. I've got got two guesses left. So I have. I have have read some of this series in manga form. (laughs) <laughs> oh, one piece film red yes yeah that, yes okay one more ah. I think you've got two more to be fair there's two more to get but I've, I'm only going to give myself ten guesses to try oh to right okay otherwise we'll be here forever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, okay last guess I have watched the series can I ask a question is it you've watched the series of this yeah oh balls like 
just on in the background. Some quite nice action. Did you see Kaisen Zero? Yeah. Well done. Yeah, good. Oh, nine out of ten. The other one was Stand By Me, Dorium? Doraman? Doraemon. Yeah. Yeah. That tracks. That makes sense. That was huge when it came out here. It was the first 3D CG uh, Doraemon film. So anyway, Pokemon. I'm distracted. We're talking about Pokemon. <laughs> that was fun, though. Um, Good stuff. Well done. So, yeah. So, so what's happening here, Will? It's Pokemon the first movie. Yeah. Run us through. What's what's so different about this? Why, why is it movie-worthy? Because it tells the story of Mewtwo and everything resets back to zero at the end, which I always forget that he just wipes their memories at the end of the movie and puts them back in. <laughs> he <that>. absolutely <laughs> And also... Transports like, them all back. Seemingly teleports yeah. them all back there. Yeah. And, and they have the same conversation. Resets the conversation. Like, did he know what they were talking about? Like, how... Did he... Has he, he time-traveled? Time? Yeah, did he's he... just sent them back in did time. He... <laughs> There's so many questions He's got a time-turner. Because it's like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we can't allow... Typical shonen film... Yeah. Shenanigans. We've got to reset everything back to zero. But also just unapologetic. But the more you think about it. the... Just, yeah, it just like, does it. I shall wipe your memory because it's better for you not to know. Okay. But <laughs> I learned some valuable lessons here. <laughs> yeah. Should I not keep those? Honestly, can we talk about Mewtwo? Oh. So the whole point is that they that humans create Mewtwo. Uh, why am I explaining the plot of the first Pokemon movie? Who is watching this and doesn't know the plot of the first <laughs> Pokemon movie? Like, oh, I have a question though. Yeah. To do with the plot of the first Pokemon movie, what the fuck is happening? The version that you, <laughs> the hell is going on? The version you watched, did you get the um, like ten minute prequel with Amber two, Charmander two, Bulbasaur two, Squirtle two? No. Ah, see, that must have been the re-released version that I have on. Uh, my Blu-ray. Oh, right. So it adds in this extra little bit of backstory at the beginning. But if you've not seen it, doesn't matter. It's just Mewtwo is sad as a baby. That's all you need to know. Mewtwo is sad as a baby? It's a really cute baby as well. He's like a little, like, chibi Mewtwo. So it is adorable. I thought he was just created as Mewtwo. So he wasn't. He was. He grew and existed outside of being the, what we see in the in the movie. Yeah. That has blown my mind. Yeah, so- because he wakes up and he's it like, who am I? You guys are assholes and I'm going to break out and kill you all now. I'm going to blow you up now. And I was yeah. just thinking at also, the time, he's very sentient and very sort of knowledgeable about like what's going on in the world, given the fact he's just woken up. Mm. So if he's... He's just... If he's grown up. They put that in to, to, so that I couldn't say that, right? They were like, hey, in the future, Will's going to say some stuff about me too being too sentient and too aware of his surroundings. Too sentient. Yeah, so how can we, like, show that he's gained intelligence and has learned stuff? Ten-minute yeah. uh, bonus anime in Why the not? re-release for the Why 20th not? anniversary? Sick. Yeah. Um, nice one. What do you think of the tone to this? Because I thought, and I reflecting back on other Pokemon movies, and we will look at those um, as time yeah. goes on. Um, <laughs> joining our new series, we watch all 30 Pokemon movies <laughs> in order. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, including the double feature that was the same both times. Anyway, I digress. I feel more modern Pokemon movies have gotten a lot more tame in their depiction of the conflict and the depiction of what's happening here. Mewtwo is a unit in this. Always. He is coming so out. So overpowered. Like, he's coming out the gate. 
He's gunning for blood. He does not like. He is taking. He, he's not phased by anything. Nothing. He doesn't seem. He doesn't have any weakness. Like there is no weakness here. Nope. Just. Do you know what Psychic's only weakness was at the, at the time? Um. No. Dirt. Bug. <laughs> was it? It was only bug types. Are you sure it wasn't pocket sand? Pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> Ash just going up and going. Yuji's accuracy has been lowered. Ash just goes to punch him, and then in his other fist, yeah. it's like wham, smashes yeah. him in the sand, and he's just like, "Ah, dick!" It's like it's like that opening scene of Demon Slayer when he's like when he throws the axe up, and it and, and lets it come down. Mm. Yeah, and then it's like, "Oh no, he's got spatial awareness." My one weakness. <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, what did you think to the tone? Oh, it's great. That's what that's darker, what, more... like honestly, nearly in tears again at the end of the movie. Like it's it's so even it, even moments throughout. Like I think you you put um a vun no you put something cute and cuddly in a vulnerable situation like Pikachu, um like when he's ch- running mm. away from the Pokeballs that are trying to catch him and he's just oh, using the last of his strength. Run out of breath. Yeah. yeah, like it's heart wrenching, and I think. I think it's really nice to see that side of it and to do something a little bit different and a little bit more mature in terms of emotional vulnerability mm. with Pokemon. However, I, I remember back when, go on. yeah, go on. Back when this first came out, speaking of the emotion, emotional vulnerability of it all, um, before going to see it in the cinema, Mum would like kind of pulled me to one side and was like, "Oh, like I know that you really like Pokemon almost too much, <laughs> but." I've seen on the news that apparently this film has quite a sad ending. Apparently, now brace yourself. Wait. The main character died. She spoiled like, it. Don't be stupid. She did. She spoiled the audacity. She, to spoil she spoiled the, the first Pokemon movie. That, I, and I'm like, oh, you don't know what you're no, talking about. No, no wonder I, you are I'm the way you are. I'm watching Pokemon. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mom. I, I love and respect you. But also, that was a dick move. Like, come on. Um, uh, so, I'm like, I, you don't know what you're talking about, Mum. I'm currently watching Pokemon on my Saturday morning CITV pro- show, mm. and it's Pokemon Johto Journeys. He's got new Pokemon, whatever. This takes place before that. Yeah. He's not going to die. Yeah. He's alive on Saturday mornings. I'm like, you silly lady. Off I go to the cinema. It gets to the 50-minute mark, and... Bloody hell, Ash gets smashed by two Shadow Balls and he's a living hand solo encased in carbonite. Who knew that that was and the power? I lose it. Who knew that, that we could turn people to stone? And I guess, like, tearing a 10 year old limb from limb with massive psychic energy isn't quite a PG 13 move. Yeah, but also, who knew? Because nobody, it's not a thing. And also, who knew that tears of Pokemon would revive said stone person. Like that's, that's, it's an interesting lore, isn't it? uh, Yeah. It is very interesting lore. That is never touched upon again. Because if you had a petrification, or literally, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Is that the the twist of Dr. Oh my God. Have we just cracked it? Huge fight. Senku just goes up there and it's mute, the muse fighting. <laughs> it's like, huh. he's like, this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> he has to go and reinvent the Pokeball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
what a crossover. That's a crossover yeah. we need. Um, so yeah, some very, so as a whole, this movie did, does, there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot that I don't really get, um, watching it back again. So one thing in particular is Mewtwo's motivation in general. Like, I'm going to genocide the planet. What's there to not get? The, no, the, I mean, that's, that is his motivation, sure. But he's also very, um, He's very particular about making sure that everyone knows he's the best Pokemon trainer as well. Like, the, yeah. there's no need for him to do all of this in the slightest. He spends so long. Like, he's not in support of p- p- humans training Pokemon and Pokemon being human slaves. Like, that's something he is from the beginning. Like, this is wrong. These Pokemon have betrayed their Pokemon brethren. They need... They, they, I'm yes. not even going to save these Comrades. Pokemon. Yeah, comrades in arms. Join me. <laughs> Um, so he's like actively displaying all of this hatred against this system and he's like but you know what i'm the best but what if i'm the best i'm the best at it (laughs) it's like it's like if i think sorry this this is a problem of of the translation and the dub for this because i assume we both watched the dub right yes yeah yeah so there's an element to this where edges have been somewhat sanded in order to appeal to American and Western audiences. And especially at the time for kids, the company that dubbed and brought Pokemon to the West, they're known for making lots of questionable translation choices to ensure that they get the cartoon past quite strict American, um, like moral guidelines. Yeah. Because obviously you want Pokemon to be a Saturday morning cartoon that everybody is watching. Yeah. The standards for that in Japan are a lot more different than in the West. And especially if this is the big movie. Okay, okay. so what are you telling me? What are you back. telling me, Sam? What are you telling me that was what the original intent? He didn't want to be the best of the very best? To... No, he had created an ubermensch of cloned Pokemon who were going to repopulate the world once he kills all of the lesser, weaker, natural-born Pokemon. Yes. Is what I'm telling you. Yeah, no, I, I understand and... that. But in the original, I don't think the Pokemon trainer aspect of it, instead of going up and saying, like, we can read into that. We're adults, I hope, and we can, like, read context cues. We can say, oh, he's clearly trying to prove that his species is superior. But you can't bring eugenics into a kid's movie in the early 2000s. You can't have Mewtwo say, I am genetically superior to you, therefore I'm going to prove it through battle. Like no, but he's not battling. Well we know that he's the best of the best. Americans. He's 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 adamant that he's going to be the best Pokemon trainer of the rest. He even yeah, like I'm removes saying that, that's the power addition. I think that is him. I think in the original, he's not a, talking about being a Pokemon trainer. He's just like I'm assuming. So Pokemon, why is he battling my, them? Like new guys. Again, it's I think that comes into his like desire to prove himself and to show that he is. But he's not than proving he's, he's it himself. He he takes off. He takes off any like he's well. He created these Pokemon because he's Mew too. He's it's a complex, right? He's trying to prove that he's better than Mew. Like, yeah, being called Mew too makes him feel lesser. Yeah, yeah. Feel he's like got an he's inferiority complex. Yeah, complex. And I, I don't think that that is explained adequately enough in the film. He goes. Would you wanted you wanted a cut scene where he was sat in the corner rocking and just going, "I'm as good as Mew. I'm as good as Mew. I'm better than Mew. I'm as good as Mew. I'm better than Mew. I'm better." Than kick his ass he's just a cute little cat thing he is a Jogging cute little again. cat like he literally mouths he, he, he is a little asshole though yeah. yeah 
I love that. I love that he's he he turns up like to the epicenter of an apocalypse. Yeah, and it's just like you two's monologuing, and he just doesn't care. Yeah, he's just zipping around. But like, that's great. Like he's like an actual like... Pokemon though, whereas Mewtwo's just like a villain. It doesn't really matter that he's a Pokemon. He's just a villain. He's the bad man. He's just a baddie. Yeah. His voice is incredible, though. His voice is incredible. What, in the dub? I don't know what it's like in the uh, in, yeah. the, in the original Japanese. It, cool. In the original, it's actually a really famous uh, Japanese drama uh, like actor. And the director said, I'm not making this film unless we can get this guy to voice him. Okay, cool. And so for years, like a lot of Mewtwo's personality is linked to the characters that this actor played. And that's why he's so kind of... He waxes lyrical so often and there's a lot of philosophy going on and whatever. Cool. Um, but in English, it's Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Sanbury. yeah, cool. Um, yeah, see, I didn't know that. Can I also bring up another problem that I have then? So you've sort of you pushed aside my quarrels with his motivation, which I don't know. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think you can just get rid of them. He's very adamant that he's going to be the best of the best. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah. I think if we're judging it solely off of the dub, I think you are right. It is a bit weird that he goes, I want to be the best trainer and also be the best Pokemon. Like, can't have both. Yeah. Can't have your cake and eat it. Like, yeah. Um, but there is one other thing that I think but. is a very bizarre, and I, I want to see you try and defend this. All right. The whole so moral of the show, the whole moral of the, fo- of the film, the movie, right? The movie. The yeah. first movie, some might say. The um, first movie, some might say. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Is that fighting is bad. I Yeah. No, I have the same issue. <laughs> so that, or at the end, it's like, God, this is why fighting is wrong. Brother, this is why uh, I, won't, I won't fight again. But Pokemon is a fighting show. Like, the whole point of Pokemon is that you battle them against each other I <laughs> to be the very adore best. I draw the line. Pokemon weren't meant to fight, and it, like they, they must have realised, like as they said the line, like oh no, actually they l- literally are coded to do that, yeah. And so they go, uh, n- not like this. Yeah. This is too brutal. Ooh, yeah, this is too much. Be bad. Turned off their powers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I turned off the Pokemon's special powers. They can't use their flamethrower anymore, so they just have to just yeah, like, cockfight to the death. But going back to my previous point, turning off their special power, like, that was the trainer side of you. You trained them to have these special powers to show that you're the better trainer, and now you're going to turn off the special powers so mm. they're equally matched, and then they just reach this impasse. So, like, what have you proven yeah. here? You've just, you just made it easier for them, and <laughs> nothing has been accomplished except both sides are weakened. Just seems daft. But then they all cry together. They do all, they cry, all cry together. together, and then Ash is healed, and I cry too. Yeah, because you sad. I know, I know, I know. That's the that's the problem. And then I with forgive this. everything that this movie exactly yeah. has, has gone wrong. That's exactly it. You just you go through all of it like, hold on a minute, is this working? Oh, I'm not this sure. This doesn't quite. Yeah. Mm. Also, me- oh, oh, the mouse is sad. The mouse is sad. No, <laughs> what? Oh. no. God. Yeah, I'm sad too now. Poor mouse. Um, oh. oh, and he's just there electrocuting him. He's just there, dude. He's just shocking him. Oh, God. And, and, and that's so... I think this speaks to the the voice actress, because Pikachu's voice, voice actress is the same in English and Japanese. So it's not done it's, by an actual mouse. Like, that's disappointing. 
Well, no, not yet. Mm. We have the technology. Um, <laughs> but she puts... You can hear, like, her voice, like, wavering as she's shouting... Yeah. Choo! <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> damn! You went all oh, in on All this. the tingles. Um, okay. So, like, it is forgiven by everything in that end scene. But, boy, does it make it hard to get there. Um, have you got yeah. anything else you want to say? I've got a few little bits and pieces that I just want to throw in there. But Yeah, got I've got a couple of up? just like observations. One of my favourite parts of this whole movie is the opening fight scene with uh, the other trainer. Yeah. Where he turns up and like interrupts Ash's lunch. It's just well animated. Yeah. In English especially with the main theme song no. remix. No. That is a... What are they doing with that remix? It's so... It's no. not. It's like a boy band's like auditioning on X Factor to try and like yeah, show all hear, of their range. He's so breathy. Oh, it's he ridiculous. Does it. I'm like, yes. It's no. And you've got like the dun 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 <laughs> dun dun dun. And it's, it's so, so strainy. The very kicks in, and the ball is being thrown. You're oh, wrong. You're on the wrong side of I history. Not. Here, what would be wrong you, with the original soundtrack? Like, I, I can't get hype over this this sort of dainty little this Backstreet Boys yeah. version of <laughs> the Pokemon. Thing. Yeah, no, not not. <laughs> you're objectively wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the fight is amazing. Yeah. They even tease. They like they introduce the idea that the movies start to tease future Pokemon and future series. We see a Donphan, which hadn't been um, in red and blue yet. That was right. a Generation 2 Pokemon. Um, yeah, I just love it. I was just loved yeah. it to bits. And I think Fair. the animation for the fights throughout is very consistently yeah. good. Yeah. The Charizard fight in particular is like... Did you wow. like... Did Yeah, did you like the giant... The, the, the big 3D castle that he's sort of residing in? You know what they... They gave it a shot. <laughs> yeah, they did. And yeah. for the most part, once they were in the castle, it was all hand-drawn backgrounds and yeah. uh, layouts. I really liked... But then again, Go on. the doors happened, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a choice. Yeah, that is a choice, definitely. I've seen anime open do- doors before. What You didn't need to do this. No. Um, I also... There was a moment when um, they, they tried really hard to do a like a rotation of the camera around Brock as he sort of sat there and it and it just it's good like I, I had no problem with it whatsoever but I was just watching for the for the drawings and you see like the wobbles of his arms as they're like redrawing every single frame yeah and it's, they're like it's just like just zipping. everything's wobbling yeah it's good um also can we can we just I, I'm not sure you know when they're all trying to get to the island and they can't because they don't have mm. any Pokemon strong enough to swim that far. Like, that's pretty poor for Misty, right? She's a water, like, mass Pokemon she master. She's the water gym leader of yeah. this entire nation. Yeah. Like, and do better. Yeah, like, like, seriously. PC, get your Gyarados. Yeah. Off you go. And doesn't... I mean, clearly not, but doesn't um, Ash have a Lapras or something that he can just, like, go across? Uh, that's Orange Island, so that's okay. after right, fair he enough. loses the Pokemon League. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I think by the time Ash and Co get to the island, and when they're like, "Let your Pokemon out of the Pokeballs and go and mingle with the fellow trainers," we see how woefully incompetent Ash is compared to the rest of the trainers. Yeah, here. yeah. Like you've got a dude with a Gyarados who can use Hyper Beam, 
Ash's Squirtle is getting annihilated in that situation nine times out of ten. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just evolve it. Bro he's part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> Just evolve it. Seriously. It's measly. I mean, I love him. I love Squirtle. I like... Come on. Yeah. I like the diversity of the teams as well. Like, you yeah. see lots of Kanto Pokemon that maybe so, we right, wouldn't I've... get to see. When you play through mm-hmm. the game, like, what is your... What is your um, strategy? Do you, like, I mean, I don't know, I don't play the games enough to know, like, I haven't played them for years, but I don't know enough to sort of, like, talk about strategy in any detail. But, obviously, when you go through, you sort of choose your team, and some people Mm. will go down, like, I'm going to go down a water route, or I'm going to go down, like, a fire route, and have, like, the majority of those sort of elemental Pokemon on their team. Um, So do I stick to a theme? Yeah, do you stick to a theme, or do you just go for breadth, or, like... I go for the ones that I think look the coolest. Yeah, yeah. The one the one that's founded in statistics the most, you know, the one that, that can you can really back yeah, up. Like <laughs> Does it look cool? I'll raise it. Yeah. Like, the most recent game that I played through was Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. And um my team by the end of it was mostly Pokemon that I liked from past generations that look really cool. Yeah. And maybe three of uh, like the starter. And then this weird pink thing with the giant hammer and like a ghost <laughs> bladed knight. And I was like, yes. Cool. Sold. All right. In the originals, it would usually just be whatever looked the... St- yeah, again, I, I go off of aesthetics and visuals quite a lot. I'm like, does this look strong? Sure, yeah. I'll use it. I need a fire type. Yeah, fair. I just used to power up my Rhyhorn as, as, and Rhydon as, as much as possible and just charge the shit out of people. Um I used to go with Nido King all the time, dude. Yeah, yeah. Until the day I die. I love that thing so much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, right. Uh, that was good. That was good fun. Um, Mewtwo is a lot shorter than I remember as well. Like I always went in the opening scene. He's like, I think he's got an official height. <laughs> you're actually looking at him. Mewtwo. He looks bigger as the series like goes on. Five something. But. Oh, actually, no, he's two metres tall, apparently. <laughs> but no, he's not! Charizard is one and one metre, 70 centimetres. Charizard? Charizard is the same size as me. No. I've just add, I've added myself as a short person here. But yeah, it's weird, right? Ch- you imagine Charizard, he's this big, looming... Well, that's because big... he is. That's a lie. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this briefly with Digimon, haven't we? About like this, how sizes change throughout like the show, depending on what they're doing with the character. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, how the perspective uh, works. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, leave it there. Should we move on? Nice right, so one. Let's move on. All right. Okay. Well, it is time for. The big three questions. We need to decide whether this is going to get into the anniversary, whether we can show this to a newbie and kind of maybe get them on board with it. I imagine in the 90s and the early 2000s when this came out, this was a lot of people's maybe, especially parents and like old, like maybe teenagers who weren't watching the cartoons because they thought it was too kiddie. This was a lot of people's first exposure to Pokemon. Um, Do you think this is something that could drag somebody into the franchise? That's interesting. Like as a fan... I love this movie. It's obviously got a special place in our hearts. Yeah. But I'm now just thinking... Yeah, I'm not... And now I'm just thinking about it. There's not that much, like, Pokemon lore explained. There's not that much, like... Apart from the opening battle sequence, 
I guess we do get a lot of fighting, but it's not like that's not what you get from the main show. The main show is about the Pokemon League mm. and sort of re- collecting all the Pokemon, and there's no sort yeah. of uh, uh, at its core, this is like so focused on the villainy of Mewtwo. It's not really focusing mm. Mewtwo on Mewtwo is the central character, really. Yeah, yeah, but it's not focusing on what Pokemon is what everyone loves about Pokemon mm-hmm. about collecting them all and about like using them to battle in a controlled competition style um, arena. So it doesn't really have a lot of those key elements. And I don't know whether that is just like as good as this movie is, is that like a shortcoming is are people going to watch this and then think I'd like to watch a series about this because they're not going to get that. Yeah, the tone as well is a big factor in yeah. the enjoyment, I think, for this movie. We both said we liked the darker tone that this took and the way that it um, has this more brutal edge to it. But then yeah. if you switch over and watch the first three episodes of the cartoon, it's all, well, actually, you know. No. You know. Uh, but yeah, the the, Fear- the Spiros. I was going to say the, the Spiros. Oh, like, I think that's the, the same feels. Like, Ash is yeah. getting, getting pecked to death. Like... Yeah, that this kid is dying. Yeah, and that that Pikachu is dead. And Misty's bike, like Misty's that. bike, gets broken. Like that's sad. That's a death. Yeah, as that's far a time concerned. That bike, that's, that's a fatality. Yeah, series. yeah, it, it it doesn't go away. <laughs> she keeps bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my bike. Yeah. <laughs> Get some perspective, yeah, it's, Misty. It's... Hey, come on, Misty. Stop it. Yo, where's my, yeah, where's my bike? I think, Yo, where's my bike? Where's, where's my bike? Where's my, where's my Do you know how much this costs? It's a million poker dollars. <laughs> you read that right? It's a million poker dollars. Like, I know that that's like an allegory for yen. Yeah. But a million is still a big number, <laughs> even when you convert it. Yeah, especially get for 10 year olds. <laughs> yeah, especially for 10 year olds. Get, get your ass to the league. You're going to be running that Pokemon League again and again and again <laughs> until you've got enough money to pay me back. <laughs> Oh, you won! Big whoop! Go fight the elite. <laughs> Get back in. There. <laughs> Here's a max potion. Missy's running a ring. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, just like okay. So you've, I like this you've character. Won. I like aggressive Missy. <laughs> you, you've, you've won, right? Okay, so here, here's your money. But I need to take this for your rent. I need to take this for your food. I need to take this for your equipment. Like, come on, this is for my time and energy. Okay, now this is for my bike. This is your first payment of your bike. Okay, now go off. Go, go, go do it again. Like, Don't know what hey, that accent look, is. Like, <laughs> look, you're, you're not really, you're, you're not doing this fast enough for me. But yeah. I know a guy uh, down this alley. Um, if you give him your kidney, <laughs> um, let's wipe, say, 50K. Yeah. 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 What's that? What's that kid there with the, with the weird dog and the chainsaw sticking out his face? Oh, don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. Like, uh, but, you know. <laughs> He's he's used the service. He, you can, went he there. can speak to its success. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. What's the? I was also going to say. Um, I mean, you can you can upgrade parts of parts of you. You know, like you can maybe get some some sort of biometrics in there. Turn yourself into the to a fighting machine. Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll get you in the ring. Yeah, like you can you can by day you can run the elite four and and do all that stuff. But by night we can get you like I know I know a guy mm. a ring underground. It's canon. Third. It's canon. It's canon. This is the dark. This is the dark side of Pokemon <laughs> that no one tells you about, and the fact that the they eat their pets. 
um, which we have touched which on. Which is before. canon in yeah. the first series as well. So I think that to wind right the way back from <laughs> Yakuza Misty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think Don Misty. if you watched this and then went to Don Misty, went to episode one, I think you'd get some of the same themes. I think the show is definitely a lot kinder and a lot more chill. Yeah. But it does still have that edge to it at the beginning. Yeah. And, and you know what? As the I think it I think it on. I think it does. Like even watching the first season, I remember like there were some moments that are quite dark. Like the one with um the the girl that tries. Well, does he? I don't know, I can't remember that bit. He gets hit by a chandelier and he becomes a ghost Pokemon for the Oh for, like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's the one where get, they get trapped in like a model house, a model town, and it's like the girl with Alakazam, mm. is it? I think, and it's she's like, yes, that's really dark and yeah. There's some pretty. There's the whole SS and sinking, the whole Titanic allegory of that. Yeah, like they're the last ones on the ship, and they have to try and navigate through air pockets. Yeah, and, and they use their the Pokemon ship. to swim I mean, out there, pretty fine. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, I think in terms of that, I think maybe And they have to set decide whether to this... save Team Rocket or not. Sorry. Oh, just... <laughs> and then James is like go, when they escape and they're floating on the ocean, James is like, if I cook this magic up, <laughs> we can we can survive another three days. Yeah. Uh okay. So are we putting this in the universe? I think so. I okay. think it's strong enough yeah. to kind of pull you towards the series. I would say yes. I yeah. don't know. You can shout at me for nostalgia goggles blinding you, but I think it's a genuinely... But it's our show. We'll do what we want. Well put together movie. And it looks good. It sounds good. It's Pokemon. It's Pokemon. We'll see if our optimism for Pokemon lasts 17 movies down the line. But for now, I mm. think this is a very strong starting point. And you can see why people were so enamored with it when it, fought, yeah. when it came out in 2000 brilliant all right we'll leave it there uh, thank you all for listening uh, if you are sticking around for slice of life where we have a little bit of a catch-up about things we've been doing outside of pokemon and whatever else we're talking about rpgs um if you are sticking around that's great if you're not we'll see you later thanks let us know what you think about pokemon Goodbye. have we done it justice hope you enjoyed it bye <laughs>
can't remember why he moved because he was originally his granddad originally paid for private school and then for for whatever reason he moved out of that and went to a normal comprehensive i think um like he and and sort of like started smoking and skipping classes and stuff and had a bit of a rebellious streak um yeah so it's just interesting um outside of that not a lot i've decided that i want to look at um I'm, i'm doing some research on um trading like um stock trading yeah well um yeah on the uh like we're gonna buy GameStop. we're gonna go to the moon more more like on like foreign exchange like uh currencies um oh i'm just looking into it like i don't know whether i'm actually gonna do it it's just been i've watched a few sort of videos and webinars and stuff and i was just like you know what this this sounds quite fun as long as i'm sensible with the sort of funds i'm obviously not gonna like invest yeah. my life into it um at this stage because cannot <laughs> bottom rung of the pyramid scheme absolutely yeah yeah um so yeah yeah not much what about you what have you been up to um i have been on a bit of a movie watching binge Ooh, the past cool. uh, week and a bit what have you been like, watching loads uh so i watched um let me guess the fast and the furious <laughs> not far no, off not far off i was taking them i was taking them very close yeah okay i did watch like all of the fast and furiouses uh, like as we spoke about before um to kind of catch up ready for fast 10 hmm. but i was like feeling something in that same kind of ridiculous uh vibe so i watched mission impossible rogue nation and then fallout with henry cavill where he does the big like arm reloading scene i don't think yeah. i've seen it I I think watched maybe the first 10 minutes of it and then turned it off at some point at right. like, however long ago. But they're, they're good movies. Okay. Uh, well, no. <laughs> sorry. They are <laughs> movies. <laughs> they are movies. Clip it, yeah. get it done. They are movies. But they're, like, they're, they're, they're fine. They're, they're um, good at what they do. You know, they feel good sort of yeah. high intensity, high action sort of cool. Loads of action and knowing that all the stunts are done... <sighs> why does everyone care parties. about that like he's a nutter like it's just cool it's like i guess but like he's doing all the videos promoting look I, uh, I the new one where he's like jumping he's like on the side of a plane and then they're recording and being like hey everybody yeah yeah, yeah. Like the wind's blasting i saw the in um face. he did the motorbike the stunt didn't he where they rode down the motorbike and went on the massive ramp over the cliff edge but like Oh, and, 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 and then parachuted down. To be fair, that is insane, the fact that they he actually did that. And what, what I was going to say is the way movie sets are set up and, and, you know, they're so safe in what they do, I guess. But then I'm just going to completely backtrack because I know that stunts, stunt doubles get hurt all the time. And literally going back to Tom mm. Felton, I've just read a chapter where he talked about his stunt double. Um and he something went wrong and he went into a wall and his stunt double was paralyzed from the waist down and he's now in a wheel, wheelchair Holy for life sh- yeah fuck so like it's just imagine enough. having to live with that i know like he was a an olympic level gymnast growing up as a young age and then like he's gone into the stunts and just does all this crazy stuff and then yeah he hit a wall paralyzed from the waist down uh for the rest of his life yeah Sorry Man, to bring that fragile. into the conversation. Yeah, we are, yeah. Um, so yeah, it is impressive when you put, sort of put it into context. I think we all think, well, I, I think I've always thought how safe 
you see all the harnesses you sort of see sometimes you see like on the marvel films and stuff it's all it all looks fairly fairly in control um but mm. but but the accidents do happen and stuff does go wrong so um yeah it's not not as safe as i, I guess be careful yeah. everybody yeah yeah all of the only other thing that listening. i watched which yeah yeah <laughs> Um, the only other thing that I watched which I wanted to talk about was uh, A Quiet Place which I watched and then the sequel A Quiet Place 2 with uh, John Kravinsky absolutely incredible I have no idea what that tick. is is it horror? oh yeah yeah I feel like I've heard of so it so it's Don't know. super spooky um, basically these aliens arrive on the planet who can um, basically they can they sense things through sound so any sound they go oh yeah most of humanity has been wiped out Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, it's um, ringing bells now. Yeah, just incredible. Like the first one is a good film, and I was just going to watch the second film, but I decided to rewatch the first one to kind of refamiliarize myself with it. Mm. And I'm glad I did because the second film is so much stronger if you just come off the back of the first film. Yeah, right. Okay. They're both like an hour and a half long. Yeah. So you could feasibly just like stitch them together and then just. Power watch, which is what I did basically. Yeah, I yeah. watched them both back to back. Yeah, nice. And it was an incredible experience. And the second film is just so it builds on the first in every conceivable way and is just brilliant. Wow, that's high praise, so especially Definitely. for horror movies. Like, I, I think mm. it's always amazing how you give so much credit to like all the different genres. Like, you've gone from anime to like um the boy well, you've gone from pokemon first of all to uh the mission impossible movies to like a horror series it's um it's, it's, you do jump around with um just trying to absorb as much media as possible consume. absolutely i think i'm just addicted to consuming media i am yeah. the ultimate consumer yeah 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 but you know that's cool um yeah so you recommend i mean i'm not a big horror movie guy um, but I wouldn't say it's too horror-y. It's not like overly scary, but it's tense. There is tension. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's not like I can be able not so much jump scares and stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's leave it there, Sammy boy. We'll um, thank you, everybody. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening, and uh, take care.